Tequila! What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ben. And I'm Alan. Join us as we tell stories and have fun. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tequila Vibe. This is your man, Ben. Alan, we here. Let's go. Yes, we are. And today we're going to talk about um, something that's very, I think I start every episode like that, something that's very important to us. Like, well, all of it is important. Today we're going to talk about the syrup. Because if it wasn't for the syrup, we would just be two dudes. Bartending for a company, you know, working jobs, you know, doing what we need to do. But the vision for this would have never happened. Nah, and it came to be, and I know we've probably told y'all this story a thousand times. And guess what? We're going to continue to tell you the story because this is how we started. Alan is a farmer. He's been doing it since his days in Akron. You know, he didn't want to be the next LeBron because it was already LeBron. So he was like, I'm going to be a farmer. And he started farming. And I didn't know that when I first met him. At first, I was just like, oh, he's cool. I didn't know he knew about farming and stuff like that because I don't know any farmers. He had like a whole bunch of jalapenos. It was, I think it was during the pandemic or like after the pandemic or at some point during then. And he was like, oh, Ben, I got all of these jalapenos. What am I going to do? And I'm like, I really don't know what you're going to do, sir. I mean, look, I had a good harvest. That's a good thing about Atlanta. And I tell Ben this all the time because it rains so much. Atlanta's a good climate to, you know, grow vegetables, grow fruit and, and, and things like that. And so that year I had more jalapenos than I could have predicted yes and when he presented me with the idea of like jalapenos i'm like all right well i like to cook so i went over his career one day and he was like and i might be this might not not even be like the actual story but this is what we're going to tell people from now on <laughs> <laughs> i went over his crib and he was like yeah i, I want to make spicy drinks with the jalapenos because they got so many of them and i think he made one with the jalapenos in it. He like he shook it up. He did it, and we drank it. It was cool. And I was like, "Well, why don't you just turn it into a syrup?" And that's how we ended up with the jalapeno simple syrup because we had a surplus of jalapenos, and because people like spicy stuff in their drinks, yeah. which I, is yeah. um something that I didn't know. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell y'all this, and Ben knows this. You know, a Coca Cola or a Pepsi or a Snapple. You take for granted what it takes to make every one of them taste the same. Right. And we learned through just trying to make the drinks with a jalapeno that depending on when you pull the plant from the, uh, you know, the crop from the, um, the soil, depending on whether it's April or August, um, it's hotter depending on when you pull it. So the taste of the drink was off. Yes. And a syrup is the one way to regulate that taste. We have gone through a multitude of different processes before we started with our three gardens, because we have three gardens now. But in the beginning, it was like, well, how are we going to do this? So we would like look for the plants. I don't remember the name of the place we went to, but it was that uh, it was a, a market with a lot of farmers who were Mexican. All right. They, I, I believe they were Mexican. They looked like they were like, yeah, we proud Mexicans while you here. And <laughs> it's like we were like we were like uh, two of five black people walking around that day. And everybody else was just like farming and trying to sell stuff. And you remember the one lady when we walked up to her 
And she didn't speak English, so she was just fucking with us. I don't know what it was, but uh, Alan was like, oh, how much the jalapeno? She's like, one pound, one dollar. And you was like, you said a pound, four dollars? She's like, one pound, two dollars. And she just like, <laughs> she just upped the price right in front of yeah. us. And we was like, oh, I don't know if we can do this. Yeah, the Forest Park <laughs> Farmer's Market was an interesting experience. Shout out to the farmers there. But yeah, if, if you're just willing, if you're just there to research pricing, they don't like that. <laughs> we understood. We were just trying to see the market for jalapenos, which we grow as well. They were not into so, it. So, yeah, they weren't into it. <laughs> they really wasn't. But, look, they grow some good basil, too. You know, shout out to them because when we bought a half a pound of basil, that was the best basil I've seen in my life. That's yes. when I learned people who really know how to grow basil and you really can't find that in the grocery store I would say Mm-mm. I mean the basil leaf was huge yeah and it was fresh it was definitely a good product which you can't really find in many grocery stores in the Atlanta area so um farmers markets are you know they are good yeah no we we shot them out um because from there that's when we really started with the growing that's when we went to the uh, the five points uh, martyr station that is the first our first garden, I don't know if that's our first garden, but we also have a garden at our friend uh, Khalil and Beth's house. Shouts out to them because yeah. if it wasn't for them, then we wouldn't have like the two that we started with last year. And we were like adamant about making sure that we had our jalapenos and our basil. And we got to the point where we started uh, cooking the syrup. I'll let Alan tell you about our adventures cooking the syrup. Yeah, so sometimes things happen, you know, where the world's getting crazy. <laughs> On two occasions that we were cooking syrup to test, to test the product, to perfect it, there were shootouts that happened. Now, not in my apartment complex. No. It was the complex that was nearby. It wasn't at his. And we're making the syrup. Next thing you know, we hear, we hear what we think are gunshots. Ben, he's from Philly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He got they were on gun the ground. Shot. They were right, definitely gunshots. got, got yeah. on the ground right away like anybody would. Me being crazy. I was focused on making the syrup the mm-hmm. right way and tracking it that I was trying to still stir the sh- syrup because we had poured the sugar into the syrup instead of getting down. This dude. And I was I was mad about the fact that it altered the process and Ben, you know, Ben convinced me to uh to get on and we we had to lay on the floor for a few minutes. A few no. on the phone. He was on his phone, I was on mine, just mm-hmm. on the floor. Yeah. As the syrup is Still simmering. It, it was an interesting. That was an interesting day. The syrup still came out. <laughs> the, si- okay. the syrup was always the best when there was a shootout around us because it didn't just happen one time. Like we would just be chilling, making syrup, minding our own business, and all of a sudden I hear you was cat cat cat, and it's like oh, we had to get on the ground. But and we the- never turned the syrup off though because we figured well you know we could still cook during the day at that. Oh, it yeah. wasn't at night. It was like you know. 2 or 3 p.m. So, you know, things happen, though. Crime happens everywhere, like I tell Ben. True. We didn't let it stop us from cooking. No, we didn't. But, we didn't. you know, just security and safety is good. That was an interesting experience, let's just say. It was a very, very interesting experience. Of course, we realize we won't be able to always cook in our personal kitchens. So, the process of us doing the cooking of the syrup led us to realize that we have to go to ghost kitchens or community kitchens. And these are the kitchens where people that have food businesses prepare their food, store it, they pay a a fee. 
in order to continue to produce their product. Now, as far as the research that I've done, ghost kitchens are not cheap. They are not cheap at all. They're very efficient, but they're not cheap. And that's something that we definitely will need moving forward because yeah. we make the syrup. The syrup is the thing that's going to go into your drinks. It's going to go into your, your teas. Alan told me it's good with coffee. I don't drink coffee, but he said it's good with coffee. Yeah, and I mean, I think that the other thing I say, too, with the ghost kitchen is a ghost kitchen is certified, has all the regulations. I mean, True. all the certifications from the state and the county health departments because when we produce this syrup for y'all it's above board at all times so we just want to make sure to continue to do that as we produce more syrup that is our process with researching ghost kitchens as well and we're we're doing the research on two or three ghost kitchens and then we're going to decide on which kitchen to call home Mm -hmm. uh, when we need to produce it but the good thing about the ghost kitchens is many of them you know, you're charged on demand, so it's not like you're charged a monthly fee. So right. it's good that they, a lot of them are flexible. And they are, and they are, and they provide a stellar service for anybody that's in the um, in the industry, especially like for us. We we know that we need to reach out and have strong connections with people that can help us because we're like people that like to help people. And I just think that as we grow as a company, we're coming up on what, two, three years? Yes. Two we or three? Three. Three. <laughs> three. <laughs> hey, time flies. It does. It does. And as uh, we speak about time, like, as we've said to you before, it has been ridiculously hot down here in Atlanta, just all over the country. It's just been hot. But there will be some fall activities taking place within the next couple of months and we plan on being at as many of them as possible because we have to be there like at this point it's like we have to show our faces it's good to have a, a product that everybody loves but you still have to go out there and, and reach everybody else so everybody else can fall in love with it just as we have absolutely i look forward to the events if any of you have events in atlanta that are coming up we would like to be there we'd like to vend and um, the other thing is, you know, you will be able to have uh, all-point syrup at a bar, a restaurant, or even a country club soon. Uh, ben and I are going hard we are. on business development and sales. Listen, we're getting after it. It's not easy, but we are pushing forward. So you'll be able to, um, to get a drink with our syrup in it at a bar and restaurant very soon. And I think since we're talking about the fall, one of the things that we probably should prepare you all for is that we will be coming up with a fall cocktail that encapsulates all of the flavors of fall, but also might have a little spice to it. So if that's something that you think that you'd be interested in, we doing it. We're always coming up with ways to make the syrup as functional as possible. And I think that's something we'll be talking about for the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. A fall focus is, uh, Ben is, is, is right on point with that. Um, a fall focus is good because what it's going to do is we also want to look out for the football fans. Exactly. For exactly. the people who are doing tailgates and barbecues for college football and the NFL season, you know, we can provide our drink in bulk in a dispenser 
drop it off, pick it up. So all the UGA fans, all the Georgia Tech fans, yes, sir, all the Eagles, the damn Eagles fan. No, hey, <laughs> man, I'm joking. How dare everybody you? who is a fan in Atlanta? We can supply bulk drinks. You know, we understand sometimes you don't need a bartender. This is a tailgate. Yeah, but a nice mixed beverage is good, a good addition to the event. That's true. And we will continue to move forward. We're going to be more consistent with the podcast. We did two, two weeks ago. We were supposed to uh, add a video component to the other one. But unfortunately, the cameraman is trash and the video <laughs> was blurry. So, Ben, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. But listen, we're getting consistent. We're doing, we told y'all, for a month. We're going to yes. be transparent. We're going to have good guests on. We are. To talk about all things food and beverage, but all things life as well. Yes, we want to have some uh, some good discussions, and uh, we'll go from there. Yes, we will. So, as always, I'm your man, Ben. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of The Tequila Vibe. Yes, and you, you can go to allpointsyrup.com, two S's. Yes, sir. Yes, All right, sir. we out. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Tequila Vibe. Now, take a shot. Follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcast audio.